show today So turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio And a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K Show. Thank you for joining us on a rainy Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. Michael K, Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg. Big Nick game tonight to see if they can continue their hot ways. National championship game yesterday. Michigan showed that it is the best team in the country. And they really dominated a, a Washington squad that was undefeated up to that point. I think both quarterbacks showed that they are not, at this point, top-tier NFL quarterbacks. I think we knew that about J.J. McCarthy. Michael Penix Jr., Don, I think he cost himself a lot of money. I think he cost himself a lot of draft position. He was not good yesterday. Just wasn't. I mean, you hear so many yeah. things. And, and well, listen, we have to be honest. We're always honest with our audience. Under no circumstance do we watch a lot of college football. So you just take you know, the experts and what they say. Well, Penix is an unbelievable... Penix was terrible yesterday. Terrible. But I, I don't want to judge a guy on one game. Yeah, of course, but that's you know, the game that we saw. I uh, no, I get it, but like all right, you look at um Patrick Mahomes, right? Probably the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, what if he played in a national championship game and didn't look good? Would you not draft him? I mean, Eli Manning won two Super Bowls here based on what he did at Ole Miss. If Ole Miss played in a national championship game against Michigan, I they probably would lose the game and maybe Eli wouldn't look good. So would you not draft him? I mean, I, I'm more worried about the fact that he's got a bad knee and he's had injuries than how he performed on a stage where his team was a four-point dog and they couldn't run the ball. So they were a one-dimensional team for a lot of that game. That makes it even more difficult to throw. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, wouldn't you look at the grand scheme of things more than just one game, even though everybody in the world's watching that game, it's for a national championship? Well, I mean, the guy the big... that won the game's not going to get drafted anywhere. No, right? I agree. I, mean, so... I agree, but they're not a quarterback-driven team. I mean, their running game is really what drives them, and their defense as well shows you that they haven't had that many great quarterbacks in Michigan. When Harbaugh said that McCarthy's the best quarterback in the history of Michigan, right? From what you saw yesterday, he's better than Elvis Gerback. <laughs> He's better than Drew I Henson? guess. I, I don't know. He's better I, than Tom Brady? Even to, Tom Brady didn't play but, a but lot. See, that's the thing. It goes back to um, the conversation that that we have all the time about like how much do you know about the transition from college to the NFL? Right. Because there have been plenty of guys that were, they were not Heisman Trophy winners. And they were good co- college quarterbacks, but they didn't win national championships. Some of them didn't even go to big schools. And then they become superstars. And meanwhile, we've seen Heisman Trophy winners not cut it in the NFL. Mm, a lot. So, now, do I think that either of those two teams run like the pro-style offense the way the Miami Hurricanes did under Jimmy Johnson? No. So, it's really hard to determine. I wouldn't want to judge it on one game. And as you said, we don't consume enough college football to be able to determine how good these guys actually are. But I will tell you this, though, Don. Just watching him one game, I don't think he's a a player that you tank for. No. I don't think he's a, a a franchise changer. I think he could play in the NFL for a while. Uh, I just, I don't, I think he's got to fall into the absolute right situation, but he's had two knee injuries. No, that's that worries me more than anything else, I mean, right? And, and, you know, he used to be able to run a little bit. He doesn't run as much anymore. Suppose he has a great arm. He was way off target yesterday. So, yeah, it's just one game, but it's the biggest game he's ever played in his life. True. So. Uh, Michigan wins the national championship. I think that spells the end for, for Harbaugh. Why would he stay? He 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 returned them the prominence is what you what he you know promised that he would do and now there's seven or eight NFL coaching jobs open somebody's going to give him the keys to the the kitchen and say here make the decisions and coach and I, he's 60 years old Don so you can't keep pushing it down the hill right no he's got to take that job now or never or stay in college forever become the the new bullshit I think there's there. just too many good jobs out there for him to say no right and you know, we had Bo- Booger McFarland on and it, and. I think there's nothing left to accomplish. There's going to be a ton of money in the NFL. He has coached in the NFL before. And uh, well. That, that Charger team is a team that's got, you know, I don't want to say a ready-made championship, but they've got the quarterback. You know, uh, what, what's, uh, what are the what Jets going to do moving? I don't think he's going to go to the Jets. But, I mean, there's going to be plenty of opportunities, if not this year, um, soon. But we got to strike all the irons out. There's five jobs that are open right now. I think any of them would love well, to have Harbaugh. Rabel got fired, so it's, and, 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 and they're still waiting on, still waiting on uh, Belichick, Belichick as well. 
So, I mean, the rumors are that Tepper really wants him in North Carolina. If I was Harbaugh, I'd stay as far away from that as possible. I think he wants to find the quarterback. That's what this the the, the Chargers have tons of talent on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to figure it out coaching wise. If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm going to the Chargers. If I'm Harbaugh, I'm going to the Chargers. That to me is the most attractive job that's open. You got the quarterback. There's talent on the team. You look at that division. It looks like the Chiefs are getting a little older now that you might be the next big thing in the AFC West. That's the job that I would want. All right, so we can't avoid the uh, the elephant in the room. Uh, last night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, um, the late-night host absolutely eviscerated Aaron Rodgers, eviscerated him. This following the tweet that Jimmy had because he didn't like what Aaron Rodgers said last Tuesday uh, on the McAfee show. Um, also you know, threatening a lawsuit. Uh, and if you listen to yesterday, what he said on his show, I'm talking about Kimmel, it was more uh, just a, a flat-out assault on the character of Rogers rather than anything funny. There's nothing funny in there for a comedy show. He, he wanted his pound of flesh. So I think everybody was really wondering today, what would Rogers say on McAfee? Wow. So, I mean, I, I, he was asked a question... And he spoke for over seven minutes. Now, maybe he was trying to beat Kimmel's uh, monologue, which I think was about 7.20. So we tried to cut it down. Um, and um, here is what Rogers uh, said um, on McAfee about what Kimmel said. I think we should just get into it, though, just so we can have the woke establishment who's just tuned in for this part. Let's just get this out of the way first, and they can move on with the rest of the day, and we can all move past this. It's been an interesting week, for sure. A lot of things have been said. A lot of people have been taking shots at me without mentioning the VAC status first, which I thought we established with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was how we're going to do things moving forward. We haven't done that, obviously. So the history of this, whatever this is between Jimmy and I, this goes back to COVID times, right? And in COVID times, he mentioned on his show jokes about my immunization and the fact that my own research, he didn't just stop there, though. He made a lot of other comments about uh, unvaccinated people, mentioning that they don't deserve treatment. If they're at a hospital, they shouldn't be given a hospital bed. He made comments about repurposed drugs that were being used all over the world that have incredible safety profiles that were derogatory. He mentioned ivermectin being horse-based and pushed that whole narrative for a long time. He gave a platform to one of the biggest spreaders of misinformation during the COVID times, Dr. Fauci. So in my opinion, it ripped me about the vax, and that turns out to be an L on many occasions, because the vax was not safe and effective like we were told that it was in the beginning. There are a lot of injuries now that we've seen related to the vaccine. So in my opinion, you went after me. That's fine. You're a comedian. Go for it. Not offended, but that was an L. Now, we are not going to get into talking about the vaccine. There's no way we're going to do that. It's a lose, 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 lose situation for us because we have it um, right there in black and white that when COVID hit and we started talking vaccine, we lost audience because people listen to things that tell them what they want to hear. Not any kind of difference of opinion. So whatever you feel about that vaccine, go for it. We have no comment whatsoever. This was about what he said about Kimmel. And he, he talks he, that he said he never accused Kimmel of being a pedophile. I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. So for him to be upset about that, I get it. Did you watch the quote? Because that's exactly what I said. Verbatim what I said on the show. I'm not stupid enough, even though you think I'm an idiot and you made a lot of comments about my intelligence, but I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. So I'm glad, and I think we can agree on something, is that one, those crimes are heinous, and two, I'm glad you're not on the list because those who are on the list, and this is what I think we can agree on, that at minimum, there should be an inquiry into their involvement, especially if they went to the island, and at maximum, there should be an investigation into it. So I hope that you'll give the same type of energy to these heinous crimes when they do come out, and the names do come out, and there is an inquiry into it, that you gave to other subjects that I actually mentioned that you spent a lot of time working on. I'd like to put this to bed to move forward. I didn't exactly apologize, uh, but he said he didn't accuse him of pedophilia. But he right. never really, uh, one, one thing that I thought was missing from it, he didn't drill down into them. Why did you say 
he's going to be, you know, he's going to be sorry if the the list comes out. Because the inference there is that he's on the list. Now, Aaron's going to lean on the fact that Kimmel had said at one point there was no list. Right. So if there's a list, why would why would Kimmel care? He's going to be really disappointed when the list comes out. I mean, if the list comes out oh. and those, and, it, and it actually um, makes those people that are on the list and they prove that those people did something wrong, then that's a good fact-finding mission and those people could be punished. All I know is I watched Kimmel last night. And I would think people that go see Kimmel for the taping of his show are Jimmy Kimmel fans. So every joke he told, every statement he made against Rodgers, they all cheered. He had the room. He was playing to his room. And I'm sure if McAvee was in front of a live audience, everything that Aaron Rodgers said would have gotten applause and people would have agreed. So that's the reason we're going to tap out is because you can't win. All right? That's not a sports subject. We went down that road during COVID. It cost us. We're not going to do it again. So you're going to believe what you're going to believe. You're going to side with who you're going to side with. So we're not going to try to convince you otherwise. I have my opinions, Peter, Michael, all of that. But I guess we save that for another day. But what I found fascinating is, is that this is the future of this, of this medium. You know, we talk about the Jets, and they've got to do something. They've got to stop him from going on McAfee. Uh, they've got to stop this kind of talk. Just shut up and dribble. Those days are over, man. Athletes are going to have opinions. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more people that are going to go Aaron Rodgers' route because it's a way to make money. He makes a million dollars on McAfee. So you don't think there's other athletes out there that are like, hey, maybe I'll go on a McAfee-esque show and give my political leanings and be polarizing, and who's going to stop me? Because the bigger the athlete, the more unstoppable he is. We can criticize the Jets for not being able to stop him. Do the Lakers ever try to shut up LeBron James? Right? So the bigger you are, you're going to have your political opinions, and I think these owners are going to have to live with it, Michael, because the players run the show now, especially the superstars. So we can criticize the Jets, but aren't the Jets in the majority? Yeah, Bill Belichick wouldn't stand for it. Craig Popovich wouldn't stand for it. But you're really, powerless. You're powerless. But, but, but in most cases, the bigger you are, the more money that you make, the more important you are to a championship, you can't be stopped. So get ready, people. When Aaron is done, there'll be somebody else to replace him. And I think this is the direction. You know, it started out with the Players' Tribune. And now it's going to be going on shows that are on ESPN or even independent. If ESPN ever parted ways with McAfee, you think that would shut McAfee up? He would start his own podcast and do it. And if he had the millions of dollars to pay athletes, they'd go on and they'd, oh, and would. they'd spew what they want. So we got to kind of lean into it, guys, because... The whole shut up and dribble stuff that, that a lot of sports fans wish their athletes would do, I think those days are gone now. And, and For every Aaron Rodge, every Aaron Judge, there's 20 other guys that are going to want to go against their team and that are going to want to give their opinion and, and won't shut up. So, but that, but I, we're sort of we're sort of losing the forest through the trees there in making it that broad a conversation because this was specific. This was not a political comment. This was a personal issue that went back but, and forth with Jimmy Kimmel, and ultimately the reason we are talking about a late-night host on Sports Talk Radio but is the, because the quarterback of the New York Jets decided to imply that he was on a list of pedophiles. But he's saying he did But he's lying. And, the people, and that, that's the but, part that, but, it was, that was nonsense. I can tell you, we that can open up the phones and we will get flood of calls that will support Aaron Rodgers. But, and then we can also flood calls that are Jimmy Kimmel. And here's my point, is the people that support Rodgers... And the people that support support Kimmel, even if those two aren't politically driven, aren't the people that support them? Aren't they politically driven? Often, don't you think the people that are going to support Aaron Rodgers and think the vaccine's a hoax and the Fauci was spewing nonsense that those are probably people yes. that lean right? And the people that love Kimmel and love that he went after Aaron Rodgers are people that lean left. Probably. So we can pretend it's not political, but it is the motivation behind these opinions, whether you think they are or not. But it's interesting. I don't if I come on the air and support Aaron Rodgers in independent thought and nuance and say, you know what? I'm a Democrat. I'm, 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 I lean left. But you know what? I think Aaron Rodgers makes sense. You think anybody would buy that? They're going to assume that if I support Aaron Rodgers, that I'm coming from the right. And if I support Jimmy but we Kimmel, don't even know, they're going to assume I'm going to come from the left. We don't even know who Aaron Rodgers supports politically. This is like we're really overdoing. Right, he the- said he said he's not. He, 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 he didn't say MAGA. He said MAGA. I never heard it pronounced MAGA. Have you? No, it's pronounced MAGA incorrectly. But but <laughs> and you care about things like right. That. But 
and I, and I believe him because I just think he's a guy that just has his opinions. Right. But his opinions happen to fall on the right side of the ledger. So the people that are going to support him are going to come from that direction. That's why you can't win this argument. That's why we don't want to become political because we automatically alienate half our audience once we have an opinion on the subject. And, and, and that's what sucks. And also you're talking about the future of of this business or athlete speaking. You'll see what athletes like. The athletes like to have a podcast, and they like to write for the Players' Tribune. Why? Because there's no hard questions. Your your narrative is the truth, because nobody's going to push back. Pat McAfee, great at what he does. An entertainer. He's not pushing back. He's no. not pushing back on these things that he's saying. He tried I mean, a little no, bit so today. Did he? Very, No, but what I heard was Pat I, practically did the apology for him. I thought Pat laid no, it up but he for did, he, Rogers. I wouldn't say pushed back on the Fauci, but he wanted to reiterate, can you explain further, like just to throw out there, what Fauci, what he said about Fauci putting out misinformation. So there was a little bit, I agree with you fundamentally, that they're on, they're on the same page and you're not going to get, this, this is not a forum of neutrality. No, it's it's a bunch yeah. of, uh, you know what, right. but that's a sh- that's the show. It's not 60 minutes, so I'm not going to knock Pat McAfee, but what I, my grandest wish, and I don't think I'm smart enough to do it, I wish that somebody who's really, really smart, who knows both sides of the, the issues, sits down and interviews Aaron Rodgers. I think I think you could expose him a little bit. Because he's got these tried and true and and he holds firm wow. to all of these beliefs. That he picks and chooses what he reads and says, Well that's the answer. Well I'd like to ha- I don't I don't know if it's Anderson Cooper. I I'm just throwing in I don't know if it's Chris Cuomo. I have no idea who it is. But I'd like somebody to sit down and pick it apart and have a conversation with him. Why do you think this way? Why do you think you're right? But but why why do you think that would work? Because whatever side of the ledger you're on, you're going to think whoever disagrees with you has an agenda, and you're just going to say, he said, he took the victory lap, that his opinion on the vaccine is right. Right. He declared that. Now, is that official, or did he declare it himself? Like, if you get somebody to say, no, no, Aaron, I think you're wrong, Aaron's going to be like, no, you're you're no, on no, the other no, side. No, Conspiracy theory. Like, so nobody's... But not are, a battle are, like that. Just a, uh, an exchange of, okay, let's talk about why do you say it's wrong when when this? All right, why do you say it's right when this? Why do you th- What would be behind Fauci personally, uh, on purpose, Actually, issuing lies because if you if you're smart and you know science, science evolves. There are things you know they used to put leeches on people to cure them. It doesn't work, uh, but they find this stuff out. Uh, the the president of the United States at the time fast tracked the vaccine. He fast tracked the vaccine, and you know why? It wasn't perfect, but it did work. It did save people's lives. But but we're again getting caught in, I think, in the weeds here. Right, right. and we don't want to. Jimmy, I personally believe, and I could be wrong. If I'm Jimmy Kimmel, I'm not satisfied with what I got today. No, I'm not either. He didn't I, apologize. That was, that was not an apology. I thought Pat really did more of the explaining of it all. And then and then the whole like, oh, no, we're so glad you weren't on the list. That implies he might have been on the list. Right. The whole point is that Jimmy Kimmel's saying, why are you accusing me of being on Jeffrey Epstein's list? It's not an appropriate way to, quote, talk trash. He never apologized for that. He he basically said all Aaron Rodgers did was tell all of us who thought he was saying, because it seemed that way, oh, I bet Jimmy Kimmel doesn't want that list out. We were all wrong. Right. He wasn't wrong. We were all wrong. And I'm very curious, Jimmy Kimmel, who challenged Rodgers to an apology, and last night says, if he apologizes, I'll I will accept. It. I bet he won't. He didn't. Kimmel was right. He did not apologize. Now, now Pat... And his show is very important to our company. Obviously, we've oh, yes. invested a lot of money in it. But Bob Iger is the, the man who runs Disney. He could not stop Jimmy Kimmel from saying what he said yesterday. I don't think Jimmy Kimmel's going to be stopped. He's just not. Because you think ABC wants Jimmy Kimmel to alienate the right all the time? No. You but would, he does. You would think not. No, yeah, he's, he's I mean, pretty well. Late night show, you want people to be like Fallon. Not apolitical. Everybody's going to like him. Jolly, good talk. But... CBS has a guy who's polarizing. ABC has a guy who's polarizing. They're not stopping Kimmel. And if if, if McAfee was more important than Kimmel, then I think that Iger would have stepped in and told Kimmel, all right, stop. He didn't. And and you know what? McAfee is really important. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses. If I was Kimmel, I would I would sue him. Probably not win, but I, I would make him go through discovery. What did you mean when you said this? I would do it. And now, now as, as for the Jets, well, that's Jets what have we need no kick coming. They knew what they were getting with this guy. He did it while he was at Green Bay. This is who he is. He's a know-it-all, and he happens to be a pretty bright guy, so he wants to tell you how smart he is. He's smarter than everybody out there. Definitely smarter than us. And he doesn't like to be challenged. And when he's cha- I, it probably killed him to even say what he said. Like the quasi like walk back. Oh yeah, we killed him. I mean, when he said the part about like, please don't go after Kimmel on my behalf. Right. That I don't feel that way. But so what? So what? what was you know what he it saying? was? It, it, it came out. Jimmy Kimmel hurt my feelings when he said a stuff about. Yeah, know, I got the, that part. The tin hat, and I went back at him. Because that's what Pat sort of did. Pat sort of set him up and was like, it sounds like he really got to you when people, and he said, oh yeah, people threatened me. People called me this. People called me that. They threatened my family. All of that was an explanation. Cool. Rogers said that. Yes. Rogers' family doesn't talk to him. Uh, no, my, I, I, was thr- I, got, I received death, th- death threats. I was called this. I was called that. All of it was a setup to explain why he did it. Right. But I, I still, but Michael, to your point, I want to ask the follow-up. So what were you suggesting then? I still, I guess I'm not bright enough to understand what the suggestion was then as to why he wouldn't want the list to come out. Well, because what Michael said is that Jimmy didn't think there was a list or was questioning whether there was a list or not. So what he's trying to say is, is that by a list coming out, like Jimmy didn't want it to because it would admit it was wrong that there actually is a list. I don't, and I just, I just, I guess I just no, never but, took but, it as that. But ultimately, guys, like you mentioned, J- Jimmy Kimmel wants to get ratings and and it's, as long as the company supports him he's golden now rogers is on mcafee mcafee wins we as a company win because we get more people talking about mcafee's show and get better ratings but i just wonder how the jets feel about it because the difference between kimmel and rogers is kimmel doesn't really have any affiliation other than an abc and if abc's on board with it then everything's cool but Rodgers, how, how, how do the Jets feel about it? How does the NFL feel about it? How does it affect them? Well, we because, already... we, because it's all fun and games now because he's not playing and the season's over. If this carries over in the next year when he's actually playing, which I don't think it will. I think he'll shut it down because he's going to be playing. It'll be more about football. But how does it affect the Jets? Because all any coach will tell you is they don't want distractions. Well, yeah, but Robert we, had, we had to say whatever he wants to say. But, but that's, that's you a really big want thing. a big game against the Buffalo Bills and the big conversation on Wednesday, Thursday leading into a game is something controversial that Aaron Rodgers said. Well, Wasn't he the one that said he wants the BS to stop? Well, yesterday, isn't this in the Jets' eyes, in the football fan out there, that the Jet fan listening well, out there, isn't this all BS? No, because well, Salah said it's not. It doesn't permeate the walls. Now, but you also, know he's lying. Uh, 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 Okay, but that, the, the fact that he said it shows all that matters. we ain't fighting this guy on this. No. We can't. He runs the team. And one more thing, Rodgers, who can't doesn't have an opinion he can't speak, really put McAfee in a bad situation because he ripped Mike Foss, who's an ally of McAfee. Wait, Rodgers ripped McAfee? Mike oh, yeah. What, he I, what are you apologizing for me for? I don't... I don't where, where is that, Ant? He went, uh, he went after my guy, Mike Foss? Yeah, here it is. Uh, Mike Foss didn't help, according to Rogers. I don't understand the Mike Foss comment because he didn't help out either. And I'm going to quote Mike Foss. He said, Aaron made a dumb and factually incorrect joke about Jimmy Kimmel. It should never have happened. We all realized that in the moment. Mike, you're not helping. You're not helping because I just read earlier exactly what I said. This is the game plan of the media, and this is what they do. They try and cancel, and it's not just me. I mean, if you look at all the different people who've been censored from the internet during, especially during COVID, the canceling that went on, what the canceling? censorship, Who? using the government to What's try and censor people what? that happened. And if that doesn't work, then they go to name calling. I mentioned a lot of the names that I've been called. And they don't stick because I'm not anti-vax. I'm interested in informed consent and things that are in the best interest of my body. I'm not a MAGA. I've never had any affiliation with anybody associated with that movement, which is okay if you are, though. Like, there's different opinions all over the place. If you're that's your ideology, that's fine. I'm not a super political person, okay? Do whatever you want. Conspiracy theorists? 
That's fine. Because if you look at the track record of conspiracy theorists in the last few years, they've been right about a lot of things. So I don't care about that one. Anti-Semite, that was, this is their game plan. They use these words when to cancel people. And they went and ran with this because it's the crazy anti-vaxxer wacko again talking about, you know, accusing somebody of being a pedophile. Like, of course, this is the game plan that they use. Incorrect. But that's the environment that we're in. So Mike Foss is, is the media now is trying to be woke? No, he was no. an executive who apologized that that was said on McAfee. And, well, and Mike, Mike went as far as saying it was dumb. It was dumb. That was a dumb thing to say. Whether it was a joke, whether it was serious, you you played around with the Jeffrey Epstein pedophile list with a prominent personality on ABC Disney. That was dumb. Objectively. Objectively, it was dumb. Uh, uh, guys, every time we hear from him, it gets worse. I, I don't know how you deal with it. He's He is so... A college sophomore who got high last night and watched YouTube and thinks he knows things. Like, I mean, who who are the cancellations he's talking about? I don't know. Whoever called them an anti-Semite. I never heard that before either. Or is he saying that every time someone calls someone anti-Semite, that's that? I, bro, it's not going to get better. No, it's going to get worse. It's 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 going to get worse because I think he enjoys the spotlight. Going to be a distraction. It, it, it's it's and it's a shame that the Jets are not. All due respect to Robert Saul, I think he's a lovely guy. I wonder if there's a coach out there who at least, at the very least, could admit, I don't love him being on McAfee. Couldn't you at least say that? Right. Like, could a, could a, could a head coach, at least when you ask the question, you can go, say, He could say, uh, you know, we have no right to tell him not to be, but in, in a perfect world, he wouldn't be on it. You could say that. Yeah. That, he's, that, he's, not a, he's not a porcelain doll. You're telling me Mike Tomlin wouldn't be allowed to say that? Uh, I, I wish he didn't do it every week. Well, Mike Tomlin took Ben Roethlisberger off a show in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's ben, right. Ben Roethlisberger would be on the show and do all of these conspiracy things and say stuff that was in the room, and Tom said, I said, enough, you're not doing it anymore. And he stopped. So it can be done. Wow. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. Even the game goes in extra innings. I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea. Join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it's funny. You know, you, you're just scrolling right now. 
okay showing he's... Do you think I'm woke? I don't even know what woke means. No. It's so stupid. People don't use the word. Can anybody... Just don't use the word. Also, anybody who thinks that I'm woke, I can't speak for Don and Peter, you're more than... More than welcome to call. Tell me, how, what does woke mean? Because, again... Because I call out nonsense? This is what I tried to say at the beginning of the segment. We have a conversation about anything. Was that past interference or not past interference? Should they have stole second or not? Should he have bunted with two outs? Those are all conversations where you can have a pro or a con opinion. But in certain subjects... You get thrown into a category for having the opinion. So, so if the I, world is now you are uh, you you disagree with Rogers. So you're a leftist woke Democrat pig to some people. Like you you could be, in my opinion, is that you you could be a, a, a hardened conservative and disagree with Rogers, but not in this world. In this world, you're taking sides, and if you're taking sides and you're on the other side of my opinion, you're a bad guy. And that's why these conversations aren't fun. Because that's how divided we are as a country. That a in the grand scheme of things, a stupid rift between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers now has us taking sides politically. Even though I don't believe it should. Because there's nuance to every single conversation. And if you knew my political leanings, you would see me zigging and zagging back and forth. Because I can give you ten subjects, and five are on the left and five are on the right with me. That's the way I am. So I I just take it as it comes. But that's not the way people are going to look at it. I think the internet has made that part of it so much worse. Because I think that when I first got into talk radio, I did a lot of political stuff uh, in the early 2000s. the, The lack of social media... What it allowed people to do is argue still, and some of it was still nasty, but it didn't have like these sort of group think happening in public and these terms that you used in the same to label everything. Right. So it just allowed, even though people were still very divided in 2004, it didn't have the exact same group think mentality that we have with social well, media. And also it's become sports in a way where they think that every opinion comes with an agenda. So Michael's being accused of being woke because Michael can't have a nuanced opinion and disagree with Aaron Rodgers. He obviously has a motive to disagree with Aaron Rodgers because he's on the other side of the pillar. You know what I mean? It just it, it's frustrating that 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 you got to get put into a category. Um, or it's in just like sports. Well, of course, Michael defended the Yankees. He's the Yankee guy. He's got that's that's his modus operandi. Like everybody's got an agenda. Well, maybe it's not an agenda. Maybe he's just taking it as it comes, having an opinion, thinking Aaron's right or wrong. But now this has been politicized. As much as we don't want it to be, that's exactly what it is. Let's go to Subi in Midtown to start it off. Subi, hi, Subi. Hey guys, I wanted to chime in on this situation, and it reminds me of the Artie Lang Joe Buck situation, where one guy works blue comedy and uh, then gets away with it. Because I found like Jimmy Kimmel has worked blue comedy his whole life, and then all of a sudden he's mainstream and he he doesn't really do that anymore. So well, you can't say his whole life, Subi. I mean, he's been doing this for twenty. He's been on this show for twenty years, mainstream. You know, the Man Show and stuff like that. That was that was blue. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is Aaron Rodgers does have a responsibility as a Jets quarterback to not say false things, but Jimmy Kimmel also has a responsibility as a public figure himself not to say false things about Aaron Rodgers. So, All right, so Subi, what do you think he said that was false about Rodgers? Well, he did make up uh, COVID whack job comments where people do have opinions on both sides of the aisle. Sure. And at the end of the day, this COVID situation, it's going to go on until the end of time. And then this Epstein thing, I think what Rogers was trying to say is mainstream figures like our our past presidents needs to be called out and say, why why were they hanging out in that crowd to begin with? That's all I got to say. Oh, okay. I mean, but he, but, reasoned. But, but, but it, the reason it came off conspiracy-ish is not because I think anyone believes the Jeffrey Epstein list doesn't exist or uh, Jeffrey Epstein is not deplorable. And we all know, as we've said, politicians, all kinds of politicians and, and entertainers were obviously hanging out with this dude. The way he brings it up is very much someone, and he admitted it. He's kind of proud to be a conspiracy theorist. He really thinks there's this deep state agenda. Right. I mean, he, um, guys, I'm sorry. He brushes right up against whack jobs 
That is where his takes are. And he said that, oh, I'll go with the conspiracy theorists because They're over right. the last few years, they've seemed to be right. I'd like to know when. Does he think that there were really aliens in the mall in Miami earlier this week? Where do you draw the line? So Kimmel's pointing out that this guy who's already had these sort of wacky opinions of, I've done the research and I know this, and all of a sudden he's a scientist, even though, as Kimmel pointed out last night, you know, went to community college and did three semesters at Cal, you become an expert. Now you're also randomly bringing up these sort of deep well, state conspiracies. Sorry, bro, you sound like a bit of a whack job. But that, yeah, that's but, okay. You know, he said that he's saying that Jimmy Kimmel making fun of him for being anti-vax is misinformation. No, it's just Jimmy's opinion, and he decided to make fun of him for being anti-vax. Right, and you're you're intimating that Jimmy would be upset when this reprehensible list came out. Not the same thing. Not the same. And now, now I, I do want to defend Aaron Rodgers for a bit. Wow, here we go. He has every right to be ticked off at Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, with those jokes, he said hurtful things about sure. Aaron Rodgers. You could be ticked off. Yeah. But like an athlete... He just wanted to drive Jimmy Kimmel through the wall rather than be nuanced in his response to it. And he kind of intimates that the guy's on a pedophile list. So he had every right to be angry at Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Every single right. But handle it in another way. You're impugning the guy in the worst way that you can impugn well, anybody. But this is the problem. He's claiming he didn't. He's claiming that that's not what he meant. So, And the people that support Aaron are going to say, that's not what he meant, Michael. Why are you going there? That's why it's really a difficult conversation to win. A lot of a lot of people who are not very bright have very loud microphones. Let's go to um, Anthony in the mail truck. There he is. What's going on, fellas? How well, are we? How What's you doing? On? Good, good, good. Uh, not great today with with the uh, awful weather today, um, yeah. but. I I I love how you started the show with uh, the college football playoff, and um, I wanted to take it back to that if I can. Sure. So, Mike, Michael, I I have to disagree with you wholeheartedly. Um, and Don, you you made, you made a great point when you said that Washington had no running game last night, and Penix had to basically, you know, run away from his life because that Michigan defense is scary. But. Penix's performance last night did not drop him in any way, shape, or form. I feel like. If, if anything, it, it helped him. Um, he's definitely still going to be a top 10 draft pick. It's going to go Williams, May, and I'm assuming Penix. Um, but I feel that Penix was 1B to Will, uh, Caleb Williams this year in college football. I feel like he was but Anthony, the best. Anthony, yeah. you don't think that he looked terrible yesterday? I don't think he looked terrible. No, I feel I feel as though, and I said it to Anthony when he picked up the phone, I feel as though if Roma Dunze catches that football at the end of the second quarter. was well, a bad pass. No, I understand that, but he still, he was wide open. He could have just ran. I understand, the but, end zone but, but, but Anthony, it was a bad pass. Here's my point. And when I say it's going to drop, drop him down, they drop quarterbacks down in the draft because of the size of their hands, because of what they do on a Wonderlick test, how they answer a stupid inane question. Right. You don't think a performance on a high-profile game that was terrible, I'm sorry, he was terrible yesterday, is going to impact the way people look at him. Uh, that's, it, that's tough, but It could, but when you, look at the, when you look at the history, look at the way Baker Mayfield sprung to the top of the list based on the combine. So I, I I don't I don't know like Feinbaum was on the morning show a couple of days ago and he's like you know what happens with these general managers and these owners they all get together at the combine they go to the bar after and they all just talk to each other about this guy and that guy and all that that's how they formulate their opinions because there's just so much information and so much is going to change between yesterday and the combine Michael that I think are going to have a lot more impact than that one game because you could take any great quarterback. How would they perform in that game? I get it, but who, who do they play in the end? You can't, tell me, you can't tell me that that game is not going to be factored in. Well, how about this? Can we all agree it 100% didn't help him? No, I don't think it helped him. So then that hurts. Even if that's the very least. I, I, me, I'm not a college football guy. Never watch Penix play a game. My team has the second overall pick. You I don't want him after that game. I don't want him. He was twenty. He had twenty-five incompletions in a huge fight. He averaged five yards a pass. Right, but but what I was saying earlier on the show, what it, what if Mahomes played in that game on a team that was an underdog and, and it didn't have a running game 
and played poorly. I mean, you could look at, we but all Mahomes, know how good Mahomes is. In that Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, he was terrible. I would never want to judge a guy based on one game. Now, if I'm on the fence about him and I watched him his entire career and I'm not sure, absolutely that game is going to do a lot of damage to what side of the fence I'm going to be on. But if I loved him sure. and he has a great combine... I don't know if that game's going to affect me. Michael, these guys play, some of them, two, three years in the NFL, in college football at a high level and will drop because their 40 isn't as fast. But, or but as you said, his hands he, are too here's small. Here's what I would tell you about, though. I think that sometimes we lose sight of who they play against. So obviously, Washington has played some good teams, but not a lot of great ones. We lost sight of the fact that Zach Wilson played nobody during the COVID year. No one. He had no base. So this this Michigan team, legit. He played a legit team and he got his butt kicked. With a legit defense. And Texas, who he beat, doesn't have a good defense. And he shredded them. So I, I, I didn't say he's not going to play in the NFL. I wouldn't pick him in the top five. Under no circumstances would I off that game. I wouldn't. Because against a top flight opponent, he was not good. Wasn't good. Now, I think we all would agree. The whole thing is very much a crapshoot in, mi- in a million ways. I mean, guys, how many... We can sit here. Have you ever seen a quarterback play a better game than Vince Young did for Texas in a huge spot? Right. Maybe the most heroic game we've ever seen. No NFL career to really speak of. So, you really don't know, but I also hear what Michael's saying. You flip on the TV, you watch him last night, and you go, uh, I certainly would be a little bit more nervous now if I hear with the second overall pick, yeah. the Washington Commanders, select but, Michael Pettis. Well, we're going to have Mel, Mel Kuyper on at 4.30. We'll talk to him well, about it then. But, right. but you could also look at it and say, I, I don't see the Washington Huskies making routine trips to the national championship game until True. this year. True. All right, well, you had a bad night. Yeah. Now against the and it was no running game, so he had to do a lot of it by himself, and they hung in that game until the end. But But a bad night, right? When you have bad nights in big situations, Alex Rodriguez won three MVPs, two with the Yankees, and in the playoffs until 2009, he was terrible. They thought he was a terrible player. Well, Until he did just, it in 2009. But that's that, those are fans. But, but anybody that judges or scouts Alex Rodriguez would say that he was a world-class player. But you know player. that how you perform in big games I, is a good barometer. I don't. I don't think to a lot of these scouts it's that big of a deal. Right, well, ask Mel. Well, listen before before playing Michigan, Penix played four games against ranked opponents this year. He put up thirty six on Oregon. He put up thirty five on Utah. He put up twenty two on Oregon State, uh, and thirty four on Oregon at the beginning of the year. They ain't Michigan. They ain't Michigan. That's fair. Listen, uh, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference. And let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or anywhere out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-88-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com. Use the word ESPN10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. X is going to give it to you guys. What do you mean? It's the song. Oh. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Uh, yep. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes, including uh, a big screen TV. I love it. I have that. Nintendo Switch. My kids have that. Wow. MetaQuest. We don't have that. What is MetaQuest? I don't know. And much more. It's virtual, virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, we do have that. You have kids that don't too? Like right? it. Yeah, kids don't like it. I feel like once I start, if I, if I really got like the good virtual reality goggles... I feel like I might get sucked in and never leave the house again. Especially when you do the virtual reality porn that you Well, like. yeah. are you kidding me? Uh, that, to me, that that could be something that I... You know what? I wonder if anyone out there has used that. 
You know what? I feel like you'd never leave the house again. There'd be very little reason other than food. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Another it, demolition man looking to the future, right? I mean, come on. You, you, so wait. Wow. It's something to th- it's something to behold. Uh, be caller number six. <laughs> bless you. Caller number 666 right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Lavelle in Yonkers. Lavelle. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Good, good. Just before I even get started, Peter, I, I tried to call uh, back uh, at the beginning of the year. Nicki Minaj owes you an apology for Starships, but we know why, but we won't even go there. Thank you. We won't even go there, Pete. No, why, bo- why bother? Uh, people uh, People never hold their L's. We know that. You're I think Nicki exactly. made some You're salient points, though. Of course you do. <laughs> <You're vindicated. laughs> but anyway, I'm, not, I'm a Charger fan, so right out the gate, two things. I'm a Charger fan, not a Jet fan. I'm not even an Aaron Rodgers fan. I feel like he is a nozzle. Um... But and I'm not political in any way. So just a couple of things, a couple of questions I were asked. You asked what the what woke really means, and I find it so hilarious because the people calling you woke for disagreeing with Aaron Rodgers, Michael. Aaron Rodgers, by the definition, is woke because basically it's, a, it's kind beautifully of said. Uh, Erica Badu started it with her song called Master Teacher back in the, back in like 08. So like that term, I stay woke, started kind of from that song. And then it kind of went from other songs and whatever. But it and, it mean, and it's about who, keeping your eye open on the right, people behind exactly. the scenes who are trying exactly. to have a, who have a sinister plan to do you wrong. Well, well, I don't even think, I don't even necessarily, it just means just don't just take whatever comes at you at face value. Like look into things. Keep your third eye so, open. So, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, so, so then, but then it became... A political, like a lot of things, just got people ran with it. But to Don's point, and Don mentioned this last week, and I tried to call in because I was like dying to call him, but I couldn't get in. Um, there is a, I just find as a neutral person myself, who's not who's not a part of any of these tribes, I find it kind of frustrating that there's a lack of nuance in our world today, right? So, like for example, with the, with the Aaron Rodgers thing, two things can be true. He can be a nozzle, but it doesn't mean everything that he says is wrong, right? Sure. So when he said what he said about the list, first of all. I like I love Jimmy Kimmel, but his hubris to think that he thought he was famous enough or important enough to be on that list was kind of on him. He was just—he's such a nozzle. He's so arrogant that he always hates for anyone to disagree with him. He takes it personally. So the fact that um, um, Jimmy Kimmel made fun of him about the list and kind of said, "Okay, Tin Hat Man," that's what he was trying to say. But just like Kanye West, arrogant people like him—they speak clumsily and they think we automatically know what they mean. But I never thought. I never took it that he was saying that Jimmy Kimmel, the talk show host, was on. Yeah, but the fact that, Lavelle, the fact that it was up for interpretation, um, that's enough to get somebody in trouble. And also, Jimmy Kimmel's big enough to be in that list. Yeah, And also, I I don't think it was a matter of fame. There are a lot of people that we have never heard of that are on that list. Executives and just rich people, basically. But there were enough people, fans, people in the business, that took it as he was calling him a pedophile. Right. Like, he left it up for interpretation. Now, did, did would he have a lawsuit, Michael? I don't know if it would make it to court, but there were a lot of people that attacked Jimmy because they just assumed that, and there were fake lists that were being put out that he was on at the day the list came out, or the you know the supposed the subpoena or whatever. It was a it was a tough thing for for Rogers to say, and and the thing that Jimmy mentioned is is like he gives his opinion, but they fact check. They have people. He just didn't go over there and spew lies. It may be things you disagree with, but it's all opinion. And that's what you do. Going back to Johnny Carson ripping the president, that's been going on for years. You know, but I thought Rogers crossed the line. He says he cleared it up. Will it die? Well, I guess we'll find out tonight at 1135 on Channel 7, right? Heather in Oceanside plug. Uh, won a super box and also won the iRobot uh, vacuum. What? Whoa. Heather, you go. How do I, Heather? Andre in Red Bank. Andre. Hey, guys. Wow, I'm so glad I got on. This whole thing, what we're missing, uh, not necessarily missing, but we're letting uh, Rogers gaslight us. This whole thing about the, you know, him saying, oh, well, you know, they don't like me because I'm anti-vax. No, that's not it. And Kimmel said the same thing. It's the lies about being vaccinated. That's the point. But he keeps gaslighting and saying, well, the woke mob's after me because I'm anti-vax. No, that's not it. It's because you lie to your teammates, to the media, to everyone. That's really what this is all about. But he keeps trying to flip the script. He's a classic narcissist. That's what they do. 
and and we keep falling for it. Well, not me, but a lot of people keep falling for it and trying to turn it into us against them and anti-vax against vaccinated and all that stuff when it all goes back to him lying about being vaccinated. Yeah, but Andre, I mean, I, I think it might go back to that, but there are a lot of people that don't like the fact that he didn't get vaccinated. Even when it came out, the truth, that he didn't give it, I don't think they liked it. That I mean, that plays a part too. Everybody has opinions, and now those opinions are loud and presented in a megaphone because of, no matter how small you are in terms of followers, it's, it's got a megaphone now because of social media. So, hey, he doesn't like to be contradicted, and because he is as bright as he says, or he thinks he's as bright as he says, then he should be able to formulate a, 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 a word puzzle that doesn't implicate Jimmy Kimmel possibly being on a pedophile list. Mm. Because what he said was up for interpretation. Whether he meant it or not, as you said, Don, a lot of people thought, wow, he thinks Jimmy Kimmel might be on that list. Yeah. Not that that list, Jimmy Kimmel will be sorry when that list comes out. I, 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 I'll tell you what, I'll repeat it, I'll keep repeating it. If they don't get to an AFC championship with this, game, with this guy, the Jets, it'll be the worst decision they ever made in the history of the franchise. And that's on a list of a lot of bad decisions. To get in bed with this guy and there's no payoff at the end, you will be really sorry. Uh, if if next year like never happens, like there's there's another injury, whatever, it just completely falls apart. Brutal. I, I don't even know how you ever move on from this. It it will it will replace in all of the the brutal Jets recent history, guys. It becomes number one with a bullet. The worst thing ever. He's right. And, and and it's not even crazy. You're not even some sort of crazed pessimist to worry about it, Michael. Uh, I'm. I think people are insane for walking. I think the Jets are insane for walking around pretending that next year we know we just have a healthy, ready to go Aaron Rodgers. I, I, that, but that's, that's crazy only, talk. They have put themselves in the corner. That's the only way they can bet. Well, if they continue to bet that way without getting themselves an incredibly valuable backup, everyone is out of their mind. Done. BetMGM, babe. Discover BetMGM, the sports betting app New Yorkers turn to for nonstop action. As an official sports betting partner of Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks, and the New York Rangers, BetMGM meets New Yorkers at the world's greatest arena with the same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, and much more all season long. As an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and official sports betting partner of the NHL, BetMGM takes the show on the road with excitement every night. Plus, as an official sports betting partner of the New York Jets, BetMGM makes every football game the best it can be. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's must be 21 plus to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available in New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 8788-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.